going on? Greetings and good day and welcome to episode 70 of Birds All Day. We're talking about your Toronto Blue Jays. Your, uh, apparently never again to play a baseball game, Toronto <laughs> yeah. Blue Jays. Uh, my name is Drew Fairservice and we are here, uh, uh, again, talking about your Toronto Blue Jays. And joining me, as always, Old Reliable. Old Reliable, Mr. Andrew Stone Stone, how are you? I, I'm doing all right. You're doing all right. We're back at uh, home base. Last time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Last, Last time, time to be in this room doing this fucking thing. That's wild. Yeah. Moving. Well, we've got to find, get a studio, get some studio time. We'll, we'll bounce around a bit. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it all sorted out. I think uh, Chateau Beau is probably going to see a <laughs> bit more of our faces in the next time. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, the reason, of course, that we're, this is... Uh, the last one here is because next week, July 28th, we're doing a live show. That is right. At the Ossington. Uh, 61 Ossington, right? North of Queen, a little bit. Yeah. And it's on the uh, east side. It is on the east side. Of Ossington. Go, uh, go to get to Sweaty Betty's and just keep walking a little, while, a little bit farther. Right on. Uh, so everyone should come by. If you're a Patreon uh, uh, subscriber or uh, a contributor, I should say, uh, shoot us a note. Let us know you're going to be there. Yeah. We've already uh, taken some uh, uh, some RSVPs from our, our elite Patreon folks, uh, who obviously just deserve to get first crack. They've been uh, outstanding supporters and our heroes, and, uh, and so they've had their chance. Everybody else, it's going to be a free for all. It's not, it's not, there's not a ton of space, and maybe I'm going to overflow it by saying this: uh, I'm going to be there early. I don't know about Drew because I know you got a you got where you have a life as opposed to me. Uh, but no, uh, I think the bar opens at about six. I don't think we're going to be doing anything until, you know, 8.39 probably. Uh, like I've said before, we're going to do some, uh, some Northern Soul kind of dance tunes afterwards, which is what I was going to be doing that night anyway, before I decided to book the back room. Uh, but before eight o'clock, if you show up, I'll just be hanging out and there are a bunch of $4 drink specials. So, uh, for those of you in Toronto... That's a pretty good damn deal. That is a good so deal. So come on down, get drunk. Uh, I think the Zoobs has said that uh, I'll have to remind him. <laughs> maybe this, maybe he's, he's hearing this and being reminded right now. Uh, but I believe the Zoobs is going to come out and hang out with us. Uh, perhaps more than just that, uh, you know, on the show. So I don't know who's going to be there early, but I'll definitely be there. Uh, and also cheap booze. And uh, you can get yourself a seat in the back because space is going to be a little bit limited, uh, which I say not to scare anyone off because right now space is not limited at all. <laughs> so come on up. Uh, so, yeah, that would be, would be great. We really appreciate it. Just like as Stoughton mentioned, uh, we really appreciate everyone who has contributed at any point over the last 70 episodes or 70 weeks, 72 weeks or so, uh, to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash birds all day, where uh, you can kick us a couple bucks, keep us going, and keep us uh, in the style of to which uh, uh, we've become accustomed. Uh, and it just feels good uh, for me personally uh, to, you know, there's no guarantees in this world, but we've talked about this many times about the way that the media world is shaping uh, to support the things that you value. Uh, it's uh, It helps the creators, and it it's just the kind of thing that you wouldn't, cheap drinks are cheap drinks. They don't give away free drinks at that That's, bar. That it wouldn't true. be around for very long. Would they? No. One thing we should do, I think, <laughs> is we should kind of uh, tier the people, like the, the different Patreon levels. So yeah. the number one, like you're the, they are the Donaldsons. Yeah, the, the, gold, the gold encrusted folks. Yeah. The Donaldsons, and then they would be like the Tulos, and then, you know, maybe further down we got like the Barneys, or like the Smokes. I don't know, something like that. Just kind of the Bucks. The Bucks. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? Let's, uh, you know, better keep running him out there. Who? Get him his, uh, get him his 20 home runs. John Buck. 
Oh, and Buck oh. Martinez. Oh, Buck Martinez, yeah. Buck Martinez is there. They, they are in for a dollar. <laughs> for a nice piece of nice, some nice sausage and fried onions. Uh, uh, if you don't, so of course, Patreon and, of course, iTunes uh, or anywhere. iTunes, SoundCloud, you can uh, subscribe on iTunes. It's helpful to us. Uh, and again, it probably feels good to you. There's no, you know, good, no good deed goes unpunished. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you rate and review Birds All Day. Uh, or tell your friends. Or like us on Facebook as well. Facebook.com slash Birds All Day. We would try to have some content showing up by just we'll steal pictures from the internet <laughs> the birds all day once they're on the internet they're everybody's man as long as they're not from John Lott I'm happy to, to take them I've, I try to be better with my picture theft these days yeah. it's, it's the right thing to do it is the right thing to do pay for the content pay for the things that you value exactly uh, you know support the things that you value not pay for it. that's crass speaking of crass arguing about the, how much money guys make argue about guys as assets. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to kick the show off. We're going to talk about the present, talk about rumors and and contracts and, you know, the kind of state of the team today. And then maybe we'll take a little bit, tiny little look to the future. Uh, Cynically so, though. We'll talk about what's coming down, you know, the pike. Not just at the end of the week. Still within this season. Because we want to keep our eyes on the prize. Yeah. Which I think is one of the talking points that I provided as well. Oh, good. Keep your eyes on the prize. Always a tight ship that you run with your with your uh, itinerary. So yeah, I'm you sure can we'll see this thing. It, it's uh, it's like some Rain Man shit. Like, you can't <laughs> read it. It's not Rain Man. The other one, the other movie about the you know writing on the ceiling. Guys go bananas right on the the beautiful beautiful mind. Beautiful mind. There beautiful you go. Uh, beautiful thing. Summer night, summer evening. Baseball's on the TV. Baseball's on the computer, not really the TV. Yeah, whatever. Nobody has TV anymore. And uh, you are probably on your way to work, listening to Birds All Day. We're going to talk about all those Blue Jays things, and very likely, so much more on this edition of Birds All Day. So the first order of business, I think the first thing we need to talk about, uh, not a transaction per se, but the Justin Smoke contract, which sent a lot of people plunging out of windows, as I understand it. I I would assume that's what happened. People sort of were talking about that, but I definitely uh, was avoiding the internet at that point. Uh, not necessarily just because of the Justin Smoke contract, but, mm. uh, but it didn't help. It didn't make me want to rush back on the, uh, the internet and hear the the pissing and moaning about what this means about uh, Batista and Encarnacion, because that's crazy. How does it mean anything about Batista and Encarnacion? It literally doesn't. It, it means less than nothing. They, they, it's just preposterous to think that $4 million is going to be so crucial in re-signing them, and the fact that Smoke is on the team is going to be any kind of impediment to getting a huge upgrade. I mean, Smoke is... Uh, yeah, Smoke is, is fine. He's fine. Bat- He'd be nice as a bench player. He'll be okay at first base if they, you know, if that's what ends up happening. If he platoons with Colabello, if he ever is anything again. Well, uh, Justin Smoke's not going to go to Triple A. No. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Uh, yeah, so there's a spot for Edwin. There's a spot for Jose. There's money uh, for whatever the Jays are going to be able to do this offseason. I don't know if there's going to be enough money for those guys, but. Uh, the $4 billion that Smoke is going to make is just so inconsequential. It's, it's that, so I, inconsequential. And I, said, and I said this at the time, 
you know, about the Jay Happ signing with regards to David Price. So if signing Jay Happ for $13 million is the difference between Jay's being able to sign David Price and not, then they were never going to sign him anyway. And the same thing applies here. Like they, if that $4 million, if they, if Jose and Edwin are like, all right, boys, we're going to do this. Let's sign. We got, we got it. And the Jays are like, oh, you know what? We're just, we're, we're like $4 million away. We don't have the budget. Will you take $4 million less? And they walk. Like, that's not, no, that's ridiculous. It's not going to make a difference. They they are not, I don't think that they're too, they're, they can be compared on the same scale at all. Like, Justin Smoke. If you, if you look at Justin Smoke's contract in isolation, which is to the people who may or may not be pissing and moaning, to their credit, is you can't look at these contracts in in, in isolation. Sure. You can't say okay. I mean, I look at Justin Smoke. If you look take a, like a surface look at Justin Smoke's contract, you think this is a guy that they're paying to basically be a one win player over the next two years mm-hmm. with an option. With, and with a yeah, an option and some vesting options, which you know he's never going to hit. No, unless they unless they go full Houston Astros and then they need a you know a guy to be bad. They need a tank for them. Yeah, then he's a beautiful tank. It's also like so. Not only does it is is the requirement for him low, the amount of money required to eat if heaven forbid they need to cut him loose is low, pretty minimal. Mm -hmm. It is a reasonably attractive uh, tank piece for somebody else. Yeah. If someone else is like, God damn, we need a first baseman, we're not trying to win in 2017 or 2018. We can get a guy who is a, more than capable of standing there, looking at looking the part, and is a a guy that... He's a one-win player as opposed to a replacement-level player. Yeah. And so he's not, you know, the Matt Hagues of the world. He's a step above that. Absolutely. And he's a league average hitter yeah. and a, defend, a solid defender at a, at a position that has not a lot of utility for that. Yeah, exactly. And, and this is the thing that we were talking about when he signed, you know, his arbitration contract at the end of, you know, at the last winter, which is that it's there's value in the certainty of having him. You know, a lot of people mm-hmm. would be like, oh, I would cut him loose for that much and try to find somebody else. Well, it's hard to replace that guy with mm-hmm. somebody better than him for that amount or less. Like, you just... You can you start. Can't do it. You, you can start. Get a, you can get a worse guy. You can start buying lottery tickets, league minimum lottery yeah. tickets, and hope you're going to find the next Chris Colabello who's going to provide you with a bit more value uh, than you would have expected. Uh, it also is the kind of deal that suggests a level of comfort between the player and the team. Yeah, which is which. It's when fine. convenient is a, is supposed to be a good thing. When but, but, but when not convenient, we're supposed to overlook that as anything. But no, I, I think in this instance, where it's a it's yeah. a guy that they can they could probably say. You know, you might you'll probably get more playing time next year, maybe depending on what happens. Or they can say the other thing they they can they can be upfront with him Which if they have they this said. relationship. They said, they said publicly, I think I can say, oh, we think there's some upside there. Younger than your boy Eric Thames, by the way, Justin Smoke. Which is crazy. Don't even <laughs> don't even give me that. Okay. You think Justin Smoke is going to go and put up like a 1200 OPS in Korea? Yes. No. <laughs> I no, he, I, I do not. Might, I think he might do okay in Korea. Yeah. There's lots of guys that go over there. It's not some joke league. Not saying it is. Justin Smoke is a decent hitter. I'm not. I bet he would look like a much better hitter in Korea. He would. He wouldn't look like Eric Thames. Eric Thames is probably the best player that is putting up like the best career (laughs) in the history of the Korean league. (laughs) 
I've I've opened a Pandora's box here. Obviously, I just said I, 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 I'm just saying he's younger than your boy Eric. Thames. You're familiar with he called him my boy Eric. Thames. This is an emotional buy for me at this point. <laughs> this is not necessarily rational. I'm not gonna let it go until he resigns somewhere or signs somewhere somewhere else. It's it's gonna happen. But you anyway, he's coming back to the bit. You if you're Eric Thames. Do you come back to the big leagues? You're you're like the man in Korea. You're like he hot makes, shit. Yeah, he makes okay money. No, not, no, not he makes less than Justin Smoke. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would probably be a reason to come back. Listen, we don't need to derail this with our Eric Thames wish casting. Yeah, I think um, he'll come back and he'll be I, fine. I don't know if I I don't know if I know if I agree with the pluralization of our Eric Thames wish casting, but okay. Our, me and James and To. <laughs> okay. James and T.O. on Twitter uh, is a great Blue Jays fan resource. Knows the team inside and out. He's fantastic, yeah. And he loves Eric Thames like I do. Uh, but yeah, the smoke thing, uh, it's its the going rate for an established bench player. We talk so much about depth. How many times have we talked about depth? This is what depth looks like. Yeah. This is what depth looks like. I think the problem is the fact that you're paying this much for a depth piece is makes it difficult to piss and moan about the Stupid Rogers, cheap Rogers. Well, that's, I think that's the thing that irks people, where it, because it's like, oh, they're acting like a big market club when it comes to this depth piece. They're probably not going to act like a big market club when it comes to you know, the superstars who are hitting free agency. But of course, that's a fallacy too, as we talked about, I think last week, or we have at least a mm-hmm. couple times. Uh, you know, the Dodgers letting Zach Greinke go to the to the Diamondbacks, mm-hmm. uh, the Yankees letting Robinson Cano go to the Mariners. The, Sometimes it doesn't make sense the to, Yankees to be a big market team, even when you are a big market team with all the money in the world. Talk to me about what big market teams, when the Yankees pay Marcus Scherer and Alex Rodriguez to go away. That will be the true test of what a big market yeah. team does. Yeah. And if they do that, I'll be shocked, especially A-Rod. But if they do that, it'll be really... Uh, that's what a big market team yeah, Cannon would do. Yeah, that's true. Where a, a, a smart team that still spends in the upper half of the league is the kind of team that can maybe at one point, if they need to, pay Eric Thames or pay Justin Smoke <laughs> to go away. Pay Justin Smoke to go away. No, you don't want to pay Eric Thames to go away. No, I want to pay him to come home. Come back to his... His... His, uh, his spiritual home. Yeah, yeah it right. is. Okay. It is. He's living the life over there. Uh, but yeah, that's it. That's just my thing. Did you go comic book shopping with him once? Or did we that wanted to. That was the idea yeah. that we pitched. It never happened. Yeah, that's too bad. It would have been fun. I wanted. Oh, well, at least just wanted to do an interview with him at the Silver Snail or somewhere like that. What well, we did, we on the video we talked about the Dark Knight Rises. Hey, all right. Which was not a good movie. He liked it though. I don't think. I think I watched that one. I think I've watched all those now. All yeah. the uh, what's his face, new guy, new Batman ones. Christian Bale. Yeah, it's a new Batman now. It's Ben Affleck as Batman. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie. No, that's, I have not. Seen that's that how movie. little I wanted to see it. I don't. I don't really do superhero movies myself. No. Big into Superman 2 when I was a kid, though. The thing with the superhero movies is you got to earn... I, I can't get behind every single movie being the fate of the universe is at, is at stake. I just well, can't. The, who the hell wants to watch a, a, a non-fate of the universe? Superman. you got to earn that, though. you got to earn those You're gonna stakes. You're going to make a fucking Annie Hall of superhero movies? Yes. The, who's going to watch that? Because it's, that, it has to, there has to be characters, not... The bullshit Avengers movies that are just trash. Well, I can't really speak to and that, I don't watch these. What movies. is at the core of the of, of the the great thing of Batman? It's the Batman and the Joker. These two kind of guys who are so different and yet so similar. It's their 
dynamic that is what is what is so appealing in the end. It's not is the Joker going to kill everybody in Gotham or anything because he's not. Big fan of Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Yeah. But the Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, pun gun freeze guy? <laughs> Obviously, yeah. <laughs> what, yeah, what, is there another? <laughs> uh, speaking of pun gun, no, I don't know. Uh, Rumus. Rumus. John Heyman, the god. When he speaks, <laughs> I listen. Right. Uh, he suggested uh, that the Blue Jays might be interested in C.C. Sabathia. Speaking of those big market Yankees. Yeah, that was just some like belabored content from him, is what I is what I've said. And they looked at Andrew Kashner and or they had scouts at, to watch Kashner and Sabathia, which you know I was gonna write a post about this and fuck that. Like it, it, team it, teams have scouts at games all the time. That doesn't fucking mean anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kashner's bad. Sabathia's had a pretty nice year. Uh, you already screwed him today. Oh, there, yeah. What was the thing today? Well, they let him. It was two one for the Orioles. And I think there was there were two on, and he let him face Jonathan Scope for the fourth time. Mm. You know, you got a left-handed yeah. pitcher, right-handed a guy who kills left-handed pitching. Did see a lot of Scope mentions in my. He, he doesn't. That's a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care how well he's pitching. Four times against the same guy. You just Girardi's. I mean, in some ways, it's good. If somebody offered me straight swap Joe Girardi for John Gibbons. I would kick that person so fucking hard. Yeah? Get the fuck out of here. Take your, okay. take your binder with you. He's mostly okay. He can fuck right off. His job is sitting in the in a crush of like 60 reporters every single day. That's the thing of his job. Yeah, I suppose that's a thing. <laughs> Whether or not they're going to upgrade the rotation, I guess, is the question, though. Mm-hmm. Is, is the suggestion... It's not going to be from, with the guy with 10 and 5 rights who pitches for the Yankees and makes $25 million. If anyone... If, if it's going to be anyone, frankly... I think it will be that guy. You think so? Because they can pay with money, not with p- prospects. Yeah. Even yeah, though they don't well, really have money. That's the thing about the Jays and money sometimes, yeah. Nice quarterly report there for Rogers this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They're doing good. Again. Hard to believe. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, Rogers has got it in a weird spot, I think, uh, in terms of the whole business. But, yeah, I think there was a rosy-looking quarterly report for whatever that means. Uh, and talking about, you know, Raptors and, and Blue Jays ad revenue being good, Rogers Media making a profit. So, yeah, go out, go buy some guys. I don't think they're going to get rentals, though. I don't think they're going to waste prospects on guys who are not going to have uh, team control after this year. They can't afford the going rate That's because the there's thing. nobody out there. You're giving up. They don't have an Anderson Espinosa to trade for a Drew Pomerantz. So you trade, you trade Jose Batista. You take those prospects, you get you get a couple prospects from your own system, and then uh, that creep who can roll through the White Sox. You're not trading him. They're not giving him up. Did you see the, the news today that the the White Sox turned down what was classified as a king's ransom mm-hmm. for Chris Sale? Well, they're not going to trade. They shouldn't trade him. There's no there's, there's no value available for Chris Sale. No, Quintana man. That creep can roll. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to know what the Rangers offered for Chris Sale, which is the between the lines that I'm, yeah. that I'm reading. Yeah, if it, you think they right. have they have many a ransom to offer. They really do. Their, it's their minor league system is insane. Yeah, it's fucked. Uh, too bad they're gonna. They're, it's like they're gonna. It's like oh, Chew and, and Fielder are out. Thank fuck. Now we can play, bring some real talent. They are gonna, a bit of a nice year when he's healthy, which is rare. They are in free fall mode. They are they are not going to win that division. You don't think so? They are not going to win the division. The Astros are good, man. The Astros are just as good as they were before. 
the Astros are fine. I think the Astros are going to win that division. That's actually something that they I got like. swept by the Angels. The Rangers did. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. I was going to bring this up later, uh, but yeah, the Astros, the Jays have an Astros series coming up. Yeah, two Astros series, yeah. don't they? Right. One here and one there. Frightens me a little bit. Yeah, they're good. They everything went everything went wrong for the first whatever month and a half. Mm-hmm. They're good. Uh, there have been other outfielder rumors as well. Yeah, that's the, I mean, people, I forget if it was Rosenthal or who said it, but uh, there's the idea out there that the Jays might look to just go all in on hitting because the pitching market is so fucking ridiculous, mm-hmm. which uh, has led, you know, Jay Bruce was out there. People, There was a thing about Carlos Beltran, which sounded amazing to me. Uh, and I, uh, Melvin Upton was another guy. There's a guy with term. There's a guy who would, you know, that's what... That's what you know. Sort of brings me back to what I was saying about you know guys with term and and uh, why Bruce is a name that I think keeps coming up is because these are guys who they'll be able to at least plug in next year. You know, you'd probably be giving away Michael Saunders' potential uh, money to re-sign him, uh, assuming that you may. I, I, well, how the money works, I don't know. But uh, but you know, if you have an Upton who is making seventeen million dollars next year, he's and then he's a free agent after twenty seventeen. Uh, I think that I understand where the Jays are thinking when they look at that and say that's an interesting piece for us because then you at least have two outfielders under contract for certain uh, as opposed to the one being Kevin Pillar and uh, going back to the smoke thing I think that's it's really important to them to just have the certainty of having a piece there and not have to take the risk of going under the open market and hoping that they get something that's better. That's a little frightening when you put it that way. Mm-hmm. Like, well, they'll always be Zeke, though. <laughs> yeah. They'll always be big Zeke. Well, I don't think they're in a place yet where they can be uh, be confident that uh, that they're that they're going to outbid teams for free agents. You know, I think they still have to think a little bit uh, in terms of what can we make sure that we're going to have. What, like, let's make sure we have a nice floor here, uh, <clears throat> and then we can go from there. Which I think is a lot of what the smoke deal has to do with. Let's take a break. We've talked enough about the about the the rumors and stuff like that. Let's uh, we're gonna shift gears. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about uh, the outfielder who is still employed for the Blue Jays, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about uh, the extinction level event as well. All that and so much more on this edition of Birds All Day. Getting tickets to the Blue Jays is. Kind of harder than ever. Uh, you know, the games are all sold out all the time. The the crowd's great this time of year. I, I know that you are kind of against this, but I used to go to those greasy vagrants that <laughs> loiter around the outside of the stadium and get tickets from the scalpers, and it's kind of the worst experience ever. Luckily, we live in more civilized times, where instead of wandering the streets looking for someone who's shady enough to be selling tickets to an event... You can do it all on your phone. SeatGeek is different. (laughs) They've come along and created an amazing app and website that makes it easier than ever for fans to buy and sell tickets. That's all anybody wants. They want to get in the door. I need a ticket to the show. I need a ticket to the game. Do it on my phone. Do it on my computer. So much easier. Everything about SeatGeek is designed to make life easier for sports and music fans. SeatGeek does all the price comparison for you by searching multiple ticket sites and ensuring that you get the best possible deal. SeatGeek does all the work, and you save time and money. Every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. 
Best of all, Birds All Day listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. To get that rebate on tickets, download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab and click add a promo code where you can enter the code BIRDS. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. So download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code BIRDS today. Alright, so I think that what we were just talking about is an interesting segue into what we're going to now talk about, which is a little bit about how everything becomes a referendum on the future instead of a focus on the team that is on the field every day right now that is, frankly, the class of the American League. Wow. Frankly. That's, that's bold. They are though. I, the, they, they and the Red Sox. You, you don't think the Pomerantz trade uh, shifted the balance? No. <laughs> Neither did the Aaron, the Brad Ziegler trade. No. Nope. Uh, none of those trades shifted the balance. Maybe the, the Red Sox, the Red Sox, the Jays, the Indians, uh, and and maybe Houston are all right there. Hmm. Texas is probably there too. Orioles. No. No. Gonna drop a hard note. Keep or saying that. I say that we say that every year. And then they, they, but they they, they stopped scoring runs. That was their whole thing, and then it all went away. Manny Machado. Do you know what Manny Machado's uh, way runs created plus is here in July? The brief month of July. Mm-hmm. Sixteen. Yeah, that's not very good. No, that's bad. He's got ten hits. Got two extra base hits in the whole month. I think he'll improve. I think he'll be fine. Yeah. In that he's probably like one of the three or four best players in baseball. Yeah. Uh, but. Maybe five. Are we factoring age in there? Yeah, I mean, I'm factoring guys I would give $400 million to. Okay, yeah. And he's on that list. Okay. But anyway. What if you you needed him for one season? Yeah, I'm happy. I'm just trying to squeeze Josh Donaldson into that list. He belongs on that list. He's pretty good. He does. He is. He's great. I I wouldn't give him $400 million. Josh Donaldson? He's too old now. He is much too old for $400 million. Uh, But Jose Bautista is coming back. Yeah, that's good. Is the rock, the, well, the, until they trade him so that they can get prospects to package to get a starter. Three-way trade <laughs> with Jose Bautista going out and a starter coming in. Yeah. The, I'm not, not even... Not gonna, bad, right? Not bad. You know, it's, <laughs> no, it's very bad. I'm not even... I'm going to walk... I'm going to breeze past mm-hmm. the odd level of... Old habits die hard. And... Jose Bautista has, for so long, never really got, I don't know, I don't know, how what's the word? I feel like he should be more beloved. Yeah. And then the bad flip happened, and it felt like, this is finally, this is it. Yeah. He's now getting what I would classify as his due. And then he was, had a bit of a slow time in I June. Do, you don't think the six years, 150 million talk maybe yeah, had something to do with it? Which is... Uh, Everybody's got him halfway at the door already. I know. They wanted to trade him. They're 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 something for Edwin and Carnacionas if they're they're competing. <laughs> they're, they're two dogs fighting over a single Rogers bone, kind of nine digit bone. But I I would uh, I would pay Edwin though, yeah. You do you have been saying that? Yeah. Which is what well, we need to be mindful. You and I, smart mm-hmm. asses and kind of mm-hmm. self styled uh, those in the know is that while we can say, why does every fat have to become a referendum on who to sign, 
enjoy the team that's on the field. We do stuff like this all the time. We are always saying, pay Edwin. Yeah. Pay Jose. I've well, been saying extend Jose for two years. Because it's, you wanted them to continue. Yeah. To be a member of the Blue Jays. But, do want, I would, I can't wait for those, that, those 2020 Jays with the, <laughs> with all the guys like above 36 making 20 million. It'll be like a, one of those, like a bad movie with Clint Eastwood and, <laughs> Like, oh, one last job. We're gonna, yeah. we're gonna do the job. Then we're gonna retire. We're getting out of the game. Or I think it's 2019 that would be the bad one. It would be like Martin Tulo, and then Donald. Well, is Donaldson still here? Maybe not. Well, you know, you gotta you gotta extend him too. Extend the window. Just keep paying these guys forever. Well, lifetime personal service <laughs> contracts. <laughs> like the they one are Robbie Alomar signed apparently. Yeah. He's got he's got points. He's getting points off that. He used to be quite hated here. Yeah, because of all the terrible things he did. Yeah, that has a lot to do with it, actually. Yeah, people people are cool with it now, which is cool. Good for Robbie. The point that I'm trying to make is that the Blue Jays are a better team with Jose Bautista in them for 2016, and that's the thing that I think that we, that is interesting in in the way that we kind of need to think about it or wrap our head around it is if the Jays made a trade for an outfielder that would give them some certainty into the future, how does it? What is it? How does it fit in? For 2016. Mm-hmm. Beltran fits, right? Even though that means that there's no more smoke. Yeah, that's fine. Because Beltran does not belong in the outfield anymore. He really doesn't, no. God so, bless him. Hall of Famer. <laughs> I hope so. But he looks like he's he looks, he looks like I, a Robocop. I, right I would travel to the bottom of the sea to visit that Hall of Fame. <laughs> Love Beltran. <laughs> Happily take Beltran on on, on the blue. So he's a switch hitter. That's, he's amazing. Oh, yeah, no, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, and then also, add a bonus, uh, we don't have to face Beltran. Yeah, the Blue Jays do not face Beltran down the stretch. If they trade for him. Almost all, almost all the reason to do it. I think we've just basically assigned him to the <laughs> Blue Jays. This trade is inevitable. Uh, you know what? Uh, Justin Smoke is quite a nice little piece. Especially, especially if you're one of those, if you need a tank piece like the 2017 Yankees might. Uh, Justin Smoke. I think the 2016 Yankees are doing a pretty good job of tanking. Okay, yeah, take them this year too. There's nobody other than their best. Smoke they're, for Beltran. Who says no? Yeah, the Yankees. <laughs> they got Greg Bird. Yeah, good luck with they're that. Putting his shoulder back together. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Moss. Well, well done. Anyway, how excited! I'm I am very excited for Jose Bessies to come back because I'm excited for him to be healthy and presumably performing as he has. It would be nice for people to remember how fucking awesome he is, yeah, yeah. and stop this bullshit. But it, I I hesitate because everybody always hates it when you make hockey references, but this is what happened with Matt Sundin in this fucking city too, right? Like, holy shit, it's the best guy we've had forever. Let's find ways to run him out of town mm-hmm. and to not like him. All the shitty guys around him. <laughs> we can't get enough of. How many? How many? Uh, uh, the, the, the Jonas Hoagland has been playing <laughs> like left field for the Blue Jays the entire time, or playing <laughs> shortstop for the Blue Jays the entire time. I don't think he was entirely beloved, Jonas Hoagland, but uh, uh, no, he's no. But I'm trying to think of oh the line the, the Sunbeam yeah, yeah. the two two Bautista yeah I got Sundin, you sorry. I got you Lonnie Bahanas that's uh, Ryan Gillis Lonnie Bahanas uh, yeah let's there's a blog post there. there's some content somebody do that uh, on on our lease. Affiliate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lewis. Uh, the Jays have been winning a lot of baseball games in Jose Bautista's absence. Which Therefore, say, ergo, 
they are better <laughs> off without him. Yeah, that's right. And as we said a thousand times, he's got ten and five race. He's not getting traded. Yeah, unless he really wants to go. Yeah. I hope he doesn't. But, but, this is my Stephen A. Smith moment. Uh huh. But, Crab Rangoon, things of that nature. <laughs> we do talk too much about the future. Yes. But what of really that good. future? Mm-hmm. What of the uh, team that is getting incredibly old? What of a team that has one outfielder and Dalton Pompey basically on contract? What if what if you're looking at the 2017 Blue Jays opening day roster of Pompe- uh, Pompey, Pilar, and Carrera in the outfield? Yeah, that team's not very good. No, that team's going to lose a lot of games. Yeah. That team might need to trade Josh Donaldson. Oh, there you go. Easy Morosi. The thing the thing about the Moro that Morosi take is that it, it, it for once I kind of agreed. Oh, you're crazy. If they're shit, yeah, but they can't be shit. They're they have eighty nine million dollars committed and they have a hundred and forty million dollar payroll right now. Eighty nine million committed for next year. You there's a lot of money to get a lot of depth to help the twenty seventeen. Absolutely. Blue Absolutely. Jays and there's no way that they're just gonna sit on that money. That would be uh, ridiculous no, and you're wrong right. for many, many reasons. But that's, that money does not go as far as it used to. No, it does not. If you're paying market price. 30 million pounds for fucking all these terrible guys. 30 million used to mean something. Yeah, 100 million is new 30 million. Yeah, apparently. Paul Pogba's going to get 100 million. He deserves it. He deserves it. He doesn't, does, he doesn't really get 100 million, but. Yeah, somebody does. Yeah. He gets a new contract. He'll get two hundred fifty thousand pounds a week. It's not hard to squint and and see a bad Blue Jays team in twenty seventeen. If just, they do fuck all, to you, it's get just as, you can just as easily see them retool the team they have now, build around the incredible core, build around the amazing left hand, left side of the infield, build around a starting rotation that uh, has a lot of. Uh, uh, Attractive qualities. Again, you basically you're looking at four, maybe number three or four starters, mm-hmm. right? Maybe Sanchez is higher. Maybe yeah. Stroman is not a five. You know, maybe between Estrada and Hap. Like, there's a lot to like about that team. Let's not yeah. let's not kill. I'm not I'm not here advocating trading Josh Donaldson. Mm-hmm. But that's a conversation that's going to end up end up getting being uh, had. Someone's going to have that conversation. If in terms of, well, maybe even not if. Maybe, you know, the, in terms of planning out a long-term vision. Yeah. I, as, as we said about this year before, you know, we went into this year. If things go badly, yeah, you're probably going to start wanting to unload guys and retool and, and get younger and all those things. You know, I, I think it, it – I think it, and I wrote this this week, that it would be – and I, as I just said, it would be impossible for them to – Sit on their money this off season to not try to get better, to not you know look at what they have already committed in 2017, who those guys are, what they can expect to be, and what they can put in place around them, and think that they're going to be anything but a good team. Like they're going to be a good team. So why? So it, it it doesn't make a whole lot of sense that they would end up in that position. Stacy May, your friend of mine. Probably just stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> she says she she listens when she when she like exercises, runs and stuff. So if she hasn't fallen that. off <laughs> the treadmill, she may have just thrown her phone. 
Well, because you have Donaldson under contract for two years more than this. And he's insanely good. He's having like a Hall of Fame peak career. Yeah. I mean, it's unfair to talk, to compare anyone to Mike Trout, and you can't compare Donaldson to Mike Trout because they're completely different ages, which means something completely different. Uh, but, I mean, it's one, two, Donaldson and Trout. If you go back, you know, I, I did this the other day. Maybe, I don't know if I wrote it down or not. You did, it, you did. But, yeah, so it's four years, the last four years, Trout won Donaldson, two, if, in terms of Fangraph's version of war. Three years, same two. Two years, same two. This year, same two. Like, mm-hmm. It's crazy how good Josh Donaldson is. Uh, Nobody to talks way to, to waste that. We don't talk enough about it. We probably Nobody talk about Mike Trout more than we talk about Josh Donaldson. Yeah, which is crazy. Even though Mike Trout's amazing, but Josh Donaldson has been the contact around Trout is different in, yeah, in terms of, of historical. Yeah, uh, Donaldson is at his peak age, but there have never been guy. Uh, there has there's only been what like one or two. Eight win seasons in Blue Jays history, seven or eight win seasons, mm. and he's got he's got him, and he's got one, and he's gonna get another, and some other guy. I think his name uh, is Jose, <laughs> who also is like an eight has put up eight win seasons. Yeah, what was that? Twenty ten? I think it's twenty eleven. I'm gonna check, but anyway. But yes, he was. Yeah. Yeah, he's done that as well. He's very good. He had an eight-win year. He had a seven-win year and an eight-win year, and then another seven-win year, and then a five-win year last year. It's pretty fucking good still. He's Jose Bautista is very, very good. What's he going to get this year? Think he's going to get to three and a half? I think it's three. He's, he'll, he's going to pass Tony Fernandez. Right. The most in franchise history. But anyway, we don't talk enough about, about Josh Donaldson. The idea of trading him is... It's, it's, like I said, the extinction level event. It's, oh, yeah. okay, well, you know, in case of emergency, break glass, and you got a shot of kind of restarting the franchise in a significant way. Because there's in a, a way lot... That, in a way that trading Russell Martin or Troy Tulowitzki a year or more from now you're not, paying, not going to do, yeah. You're not paying Josh Donaldson to go away. Yeah. You know, and while the A's did not do a good job in their trade of him when they had four years of, of control waiting and they traded him for not not an impact <laughs> prospect. Brandon Barato still looking okay. People like him. It's easy to say in hindsight that it wasn't an impact prospect. But yes. I mean, with the benefit of hindsight, you think maybe you trade him for someone. You trade Josh Donaldson for someone who's maybe in like the top 20 prospects in baseball. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they could probably have done better for themselves in, if they made it known to everybody that they were. Which is always easy to say. But even if they just thought they were trading the version of Oakland, the version of Josh Johnson that they had. Where, maybe uh, they didn't know Brett Laurie was a fucking crazy person, which you, it would be hard not to know. Do they think that he had like a he was a five win player waiting to break out? <laughs> some people, a, some people held on to a lot of that. He oh. had a good 160 good at bats. Uh, they were great at bats. Anyway, that's not the point. We don't need to rehash that again and again and again. I'm okay well, with well, we do need to rehash did, did the fact that him. Did you see him being all normal there? Who? Brett Laurie? <laughs> Just the the gif of him the other day. Oh, with, the, with his mouth and stuff. He's a weird dude. He's a weird dude. He is a weird dude. So I think we should start to wrap it up uh, by, again, remembering that the schedule kind of working in the Jays' favor a little bit. Mariners are not great. True. 
games against the Astros. The Jays don't play the Boston Red Sox again until September the 9th. And they also play them in the very last. They, yeah. they finished the season with three games at Fenway. Get your tickets now. Those are going to be lit. Well, I feel bad for the Red Sox because they're not going to find out until September 9th, 10th, and 11th that their season is over. <laughs> yeah, basically. they got to wait. they got to yeah. sit around and like yeah. pretend as though they're fighting for the division and then they're going to yeah. get their asses handed to them. Oh, and that sucks. All those assholes probably have already bought up all the last Poppy games anyway, so I don't think you're going to be able to get tickets to that series. It's going to be tough. No, it's true. It's all right. It's going to be, it's going to be delicious to send them out. With a fucking barrel full of tears. David Ortiz, his last game of the year could be, or his last game of his career, he has the potential to be able to to watch the Blue Jays celebrate the American League East crown right in front of him. You think it's not going to be wrapped up before that? <laughs> All right, that's enough. Uh, we'd be, of course, remiss if we didn't send episode 70 off as we have sent. At least the last few. Yeah. Uh, party shots. Don't you got a party shot? I thought I had one. Oh, I did. I do. I did. I, I tweeted about this. I tweeted a picture of it, but it's still on my mind. It's still in my fridge because I'm not going to eat it, but I, I'm not going to get rid of it. Is it? I was I was walking home over the weekend. Uh, I passed by a 24-hour laundromat that was bright and open, and this was, you know, uh, as I want to do, you know, somewhere somewhere between the hours of 4:30 and 6, I believe, on on some morning, and uh, and I thought, you know what, I'm a Mike Peckish. Uh, I'm going to see what this vending machine's up to, because it's right in the front window. And uh, got myself a little Mars bar, tiny little uh, snack-sized one. Didn't eat it while I'm walking. I'm not a fucking animal. Uh, brought it home and then forgot about it. Didn't bother eating it. Uh, looked at it the next day, and it's from Poland. It's All the, all the writing on it is in Polish. It is, and it, the wrapper, it looks like it fell off a boat. Basically, I don't know what's going on here, but there, there's some janky fucking Polish Mars bars sitting in a vending machine not too far from my house here. Uh, it's just weird. What the hell is a Polish Mars bar doing in the middle of Toronto? Is it like a is that like Mexican Mountain Dew or something? I like wish that? That it Mexican was. Mexican Coca Cola. No, it's different. It's not maybe like real sugar. <laughs> I if I read Polish, I could perhaps tell you, but I assure you that I don't. I believe there's also Latvian on there. You believe there's Latvian on there? Yeah. You you so you do speak Polish? No, they have little symbols. They have little PL and LV symbols for each set of uh, uh, ingredients. And Poland and Latvia are, are of course uh, adjacent. Yeah, and mostly adjacent. Yeah, mostly adjacent. Like side by each. Is there a little piece of Russia in there? I think there is. It doesn't matter. That matters to them. <laughs> Not for the story though. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. Less than zero to this story. (laughs) I'm just saying, uh, beware Polish chocolate bars. They may or may not be tasty. I haven't had the the guts to try it yet. You haven't had the guts to try it? No. Well, it's a collector's piece now. Yeah. you got to get on there and sell it to the... I'll bring it next week. I'll see if we can make Zoobs eat it. Why would you do that? Because I'm sure as fuck not going to do it, but I I have a feeling maybe Zoobs would. Zoobs is a Doritos man, through and through. So is Josh Donaldson, I heard. Doritos. Yeah. Does he crush them up and put them on top of his mac and cheese like the Zoos? <laughs> I do not believe that he does. No, so that's uh, that's some sweet off-menu uh, uh, way to go about it. When you do like a proper bake, right? You do like a proper bake of your macaroni and cheese? Oh, this isn't crumbled on afterwards. This is He's baking it all in. Well, you make like a casserole. Yeah. And then on the top, the topping is the crushed up 
Dorito. I could I could kind of see that. I think it might be awesome. I mean, I grew up close enough to the '70s that there's a lot of food that is genuinely repulsive. That yeah, I can I could get my head around it because <laughs> they did some weird shit back then. Yeah, it's true. Look at all the fucking molds and jello-based shit. It's just weird. It's just weird. We live in a much better time now. I feel that we do. Golden Age of Jeans as well. I forget who was tweeting about that. Golden Age of Jeans? A couple weeks ago. Yeah, men's jeans. Not not those stupid women's jeans. Come on. <laughs> women's jeans are uh, going, to, going to play. I don't know if I can get with those. It's yeah. High waist. Yeah. Well, you know what? The low waist. No, no, it's, not about, it's not about what I think. But, no, it's true. But, it's uh, not as comfortable. That's my yeah. thing. Is that, that, to me, it does not look comfortable. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, were, were it up to me, maybe I would make a different decision. Uh, but men's jeans, nailing it. I love uh, I am a jeans person. Uh, we were t- I was talking about it uh, just yesterday about the, the jeans the jeans store jeans only called Over the Rainbow here in uh, it's in, actually in Yorkville. Okay, they have a lot of good jeans. So we'll, maybe we'll re- read an ad for Over the Rainbow one day. This came to mind because I had a Facebook memory post mm. that came up that was a picture of me uh, with some friends I haven't seen for a long time, but it was from 2007, and I was like, holy shit, what? Um, what is that on my legs? Why? Why is there? I had the exact same thing. I got a picture of me from 2002, and uh, it's amazing that they're, we're able to have a golden age of jeans now because all the denim in the world was in my jeans in 2002. I'm surprised it's just like not wiped out the world supply. Very odd. Very odd. Uh, yeah, jeans. Jeans are great. That's a, that's a good. I love jeans. No, I'm st- I stole but you know the somebody thing is, on Twitter. I forget who was tweeting about the golden age of jeans. My parting shot is that things change over time. Uh, we are of a jeans age where the kids now, the younger people, I don't think they have it. They're not into jeans. Hmm. Jeans are, you know, they're the age of the, the younger generation. They I'm, like, f- I'm familiar with it that they exist. They like the yeah. sweats. Wow. Sweats. Sweatpants in public. Fancy sweatpants. Hey, jeans I, are like I, work clothes. If, if I had crippling debt and had to live with my parents, I would probably have given up on life that early as well. <laughs> <laughs> Buy good jeans. That's my parting shot. <laughs> we do live in a golden age of jeans, and there's, there's lots of reasonably priced and well-fitting, well-cut jeans and jeans that stay with the, with the fashion trends. One thing that I would, if you have the means, if you're able, uh, as you maybe get a little bit older, buy clothing that you want to repair or, 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 or care for, not dispose of. Fast fashion stuff, doesn't help anybody. If you're buying a piece of clothing, buy a nice piece of clothing. Or, like you, buy somebody else's piece of clothing. There you go, yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the way to do it. Yeah, that's, that's my parting shot. That's, buy, that's buy clothes. wonderful advice. Wonderful advice. Buy stuff you're going to take care of. <laughs> and made in Canada, maybe? That's nice. Always good. You can do it. If you support, can. Support our, uh, support our workers, you know. Support let's, the make, let's make Canada great again. All right, that's it. Talk to you later. Birds all day.